Oh, Messi, Messi, me, uh, as human beings, uh, do we have really uh, Messi to just uh, forgive? Uh, obviously not forget, um, but just uh, forgive when people recognize where they've wronged, uh, where they've erred, and would like um, to be, you know, effective uh, contributing members of society. That's messy, messy me, boys to men. And this is Lifetime Live with me, Chris Alda uh, uh We just look at, uh, you know, integrating and rehabilitating uh, prisoners uh, and integrating them back into society. How feasible is this? And are we receiving receptive as as a society obviously this conversation is sparked um, by um, one famous or popular musician in south africa who visited um, a, a former musician and they fellow brothers uh, they fellowshiped together um, and, and i'm talking about uh, cleo and uh, bricks uh, cleo actually uh, bricks's son is named after cleo um, and, and that's how close they are. And he does uh, ministries, he does, um, uh, re, what do they call it, rehabilitative programs uh, in different prisons. And this time around, he gets to visit a prison where his ex-friend uh, is imprisoned. And they take pictures and uh, they're showing uh, laughter and uh, jubilation for reconnection. And he does indicate that, um, you know, my brother f- has fallen and uh, like most human beings he's uh, paying for uh, the wrong that he he committed and he's now um, being rehabilitated in prison and that sparked a twa and I mean social media reacted in ways that uh, you know get one to just look back and and, and just ask that when we calling it we it's no longer prison uh, service it's now um, correctional service what exactly do we even mean by that um, that the numbers continue to grow within our prison cells and unfortunately crimes vary from petty to uh, this particular one it indeed is heinous and we can't take that away um, from the act that um, rape in South Africa is is a monstrous um, a cr- type of crime and it's unacceptable and when one has um, been found guilty and is serving uh, does that mean none of the family members and friends should associate with them and and you know as you read South African South Africa's response you then wonder every day there are there's visiting hours like you would have uh, uh, in hospitals and you would have cars parked you would have buses and taxis uh, flocking to prisons uh, to visit uh, family members and who are these people who then visit uh, if indeed as a society we say rehabilitation doesn't work we turn our backs on them and Sihle Shabalala is joining us as an ex-convict and founder of an NGO Quirky 30. Good afternoon and welcome uh, Sihle. Good afternoon and good afternoon to FFM listeners. Maybe let's start with the type of crime that you were convicted for and what does uh, rehabilitation, what did it entail for you? Uh, I was arrested for armed robbery. So I did a business robbery and on the same day we were caught and then went on um, to spend four years awaiting trial in Cosmo before we were then sentenced to 13 years imprisonment each. And and whilst you were in prison, 
what are some of the programs that you were exposed to that actually made you to just look at how you, the kind of decisions and choices you made then um, to the kind of decisions and choices you wanted to make as a human being, as a, an active member of society? Uh, one program that we, I could really highlight was a prisoner-initiated project called the Group of Hope. Mm. So um, when I when I was transferred to Brunswick Maximum after being sentenced uh, and spending four years awaiting trial in Cosmo, um, I went to Brunswick Maximum Circuit to prison. That's when I started changing my life. And we started being a teacher for two years without no teaching qualification and then went on to join a group of guys who were running a project called the Group of Hope. Um, so they were a group of prisoners who wanted, you know, um, you know, to give back to society, but also making a difference in their own lives and the people outside. Mm-hmm. So I joined those guys mm-hmm. later, and the, from one project, we grew the project to seven projects. And, and what sort of programs do you then offer now? Uh, the programs vary uh, because, I mean, they have seven different projects, but the main project that the whole organization started off with was an HIV prevention program mm. because, the, as you know, that the prisons have a higher prevalence of HIV. So these guys now wanted now um, to address the whole issue when it comes to stigma and discrimination against prisoners who are, are HIV positive. So they started raising awareness and running series of programs and workshops as to educate fellow inmates about um, uh, about HIV. And then now that led them to adopt an HIV AIDS offense um, in Worcester, in Worcester community. And through that, the project grew, as I said, from one project to seven projects. Um, but the bigger challenge uh, that I want to highlight firstly is that, you know, the bigger problems that we have in this country are way beyond that other human being can ever comprehend until we can be able now to establish some sort of a dialogue with fellow inmates. Because firstly, we were too quick to change prisons to correctional institutions and then use the same main power that we're driving the prison system to drive the new era and expected a different output. Because the fact is that you find prison officials who are not rehabilitation oriented, mm. you know, um, and then and, and I mean, contact. judging by um, uh, what we're talking about with uh, uh, Bricks and and Cleo, even society that is not um, receptive of of the change in how uh, we we rehabilitate and uh, would then reintegrate uh, prisoners. Let's pay the bills, and when we return, we take your messages. WhatsApp voice note are on six zero six one four one zero four one zero seven, and at SAFM Radio, both on Twitter and Facebook, and you can hash. SFM Lifetime Live SMS is at 40938 charged at 150 and we also take your calls on 0891-104-207 it's SFM Radio Call Chris Salda now 0891-104-207 In the advent of our democracy um, the way we uh, imprison uh, offenders in South Africa has changed, since changed from uh, imprisonment services and punish um, punishment services to corrective uh, services. And uh, the question we ask: um, How easy is it to reintegrate rehabilitated prisoners back into society? Uh, is this uh, are we receptive as a society of um, prisoners who are regarded as 
rehabilitated uh, since we changed uh, from prisoners to rehabilitation centers. And Sihle Shabalala is joining us as an ex-offender and uh, found he founded an NGO, Quirky. Uh, and I actually love the point you raised, Sihle, about uh, it's so much easier to say we now a, a corrective service. Um, but we're still utilizing the services and the personnel uh, that used to imprison and punish. So how do we change this? I think first first things most, education should be made compulsory in in prisons. Mm. Um, Because it never should be a, um, you know, some sort of a choice that any other uh, prisoner that gets to find themselves in prison should be entitled to, it should be made compulsory. Mm-hmm. And the biggest threat when it comes also now to prisons um, is that uh, prison, current, prisons that we have currently in South Africa are not designed to foster rehabilitation mm-hmm. because there are amazing people in prison who have big dreams and big ambitions who can drive uh, the new dawn. But it's just because now they are not given the means and the tools and the know-how and the platform to be able now to do so. And then when it comes to reintegration, you know, I mean, I never committed my crime in my township. I committed my crime outside the township, which is the CPD in Seapoint here in Cape Town, you know. And after 11 years of being absent here, when I came back, I never had issues in terms of reintegrating because already I started my rehabilitation process while I was still in prison. Mm. Thanks to my fa- uh, thank- thanks to my family, because my family and friends were the basis or the supporting structure towards my own change process. Because he, as I said, that we have big problems in correctional services. It's the reason why we are sitting with such a high... Maybe you can also, um, you know, take us into confidence and tell us the type of people that you were exposed to as as a person who was convicted for armed robberies uh, do you perhaps mm. get into prison and maybe you are separated uh, robbers um, from murderers to uh, rapists is there um, what happens in prison uh, there is no there is no uh, separation so you stay in a community and in most of these inmates that you are in that community with are in prison for different crimes. Like, mm. for instance, I was sentenced to 13 years imprisonment, and I was serving time with guys that are sentenced like six lives, you know, 1,000-something years, you know, 100-and-something years. So you are never separated. And some of them now are in prison for sexual crimes. Some of them are in prison for murder. Some of them hijacking. But you get to stay in that community with all of these people so indeed the system is not rehabilitative at all it becomes a choice uh, for you to access services that are available uh, within the prison uh, environment all right let's take your messages and calls on 0891-104-207 and uh, whatsapp voice notes on 0614-104-107 how receptive are we um, to receive uh, prisoners who have been uh, rehabilitated and uh, want to be reintegrated back into society and do we also believe in rehabilitation Hancho.
I haven't read your messages in a while and you always just put a smile on my face, be it a smile of greening or a smile that says, yeah, there he goes again. Kancho says, uh, once you are convicted for any crime, you will fall from grace. All pay lip service, including our government, powerful women uh, who want men go through social media and they visit prisons to get themselves men. Yeah, yes. All right, let's go to Mike um, Tosh Basina. You, you will explain to me, Mike, why you are referred as Tosh. Uh, calling us from Middleburg. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Chris, and your guest, and thanks for taking my No, I call. need to know why you are from Tosh. <laughs> I think your producers can respond to that question. <laughs> Yeah, no. Don't forget, yes. you, you need to be uh, on radio. And, and I'm still waiting for my version of the Peter Tosh rendition. But yeah, that's a conversation for another day. For another day, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, uh, Chrisanda, I think um, we all deserve a second chance uh, because in life in general, uh, we make mistakes and uh, some of those mistakes, you know, can be alarming is just that um, we might not all of us go to jail for the mistakes that we do mm. um, and yeah we are given a second chance uh, in families friends and so forth and so on so everybody deserves a second chance but of course the system in prison must be rehabilitated. You're yourself. It must be rehabilitated. You're yourself, I believe. Exactly, exactly. And uh, judging from what your guest is saying there, it means there is so much to be done mm. for the system actually to respond, you know, to the situation and the challenges at hand. Uh, if nothing is done about it, if um, the officials and everybody who's waiting there, um, you know, has not been trained uh, to rehabilitate, uh, to adjust into the system itself, mm. then definitely people will, will always be skeptical when you come out of prison. They will still think that, uh, okay, this guy was uh, jailed for... 10 years, and mm. uh, what guarantee do we have that he's not going to commit the same offenses that he committed, uh, you know, before he was jailed? Indeed. So, it, it, yes, it, it takes so much, you know, to do. Yeah. But let me also make one example here. Why Quickly, we have be... to take a news break. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Mike. <laughs> Thank you very much. And uh, we continue taking your calls on 0891-104-207 and SMS is 40938 charged at 150 straight. After the news um, bulletin, it, it's not bulletin, news headlines with Uzile Sako. At SAFM Radio and at Positive GP on Twitter. 
And you know, when you look at the different cases, um, uh, welcome, by the way, this is Lifetime Live with me, Chris Alda Didumaja. And uh, you tuned into SAFM Radio, you find us at 104 to 107 FM nationwide. Uh, questions that uh, are arising. Uh, what makes people deserve a second chance? And because uh, we heard over and over again that uh, everybody deserves a second chance. And we just had a conversation with Mike now saying everybody deserves a second chance. And Hamilton is asking, um, Bricks made a mistake. Um, had he made a mistake, then he would have pledged guilty uh, instead of arguing his innocence. What makes people deserve a second chance? And, you know, whether we agree with the merits of the case or not, um, because in his defense, uh, he said he did not know that she was 16. Uh, she lied about her age. And uh, that's then between him and what she says and, and the truth in the middle uh, bottom line is it's the identity document that spoke and that said she's 16. Uh, So you and I can sit where we are and and, uh, begin to form our own opinions and judgment Um, but you know it's between the truth and and his version and her version. Um, Perhaps your your response to that uh, Sikhe? You know Kriselda as South Africans we we continue to perpetuate you know, a, com- um, a community or a society that if you want um, to be successful or be something, you you have to go to prison. Mm-hmm. It's like what is happening in the United States. You know, they have uh, such a high reoffending of over 50%. Yeah. And mostly, and mostly of these prominent figures whom we refer to as celebrities today were all once prisoners, you know. Some of them started writing their first albums now that shocked the wave all over the world now in prison, mm. you know. And why is it that we cannot write a different version uh, and give some sort of story of hope and inspiration for our communities? Because the reason why in Cape Town also we have big problems in terms of gangsterism is because now the same people that are leading these gangs are ex-cons. So the kids of today envy and aspire, and it's their own way that they define success, that you have to be a gangster and go to prison. Then you can come back and start selling drugs and Mm. own a territory. Why is it that we cannot write a different story? Because, I mean, one of the biggest things that we miss the South African is to have prominent role models Mm. living in the townships, you know. These people that we see them on TV, instead of going to suburbs, but stay in the township, so that now these kids can 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 be able now to see a different type of inspiration, yeah. you know, rather than what they are, they rather than what they get to be exposed in, like gangsters and drug lords and arm robbers. All right, let's so, go back to the lines so now. This is a societal challenge. Yeah. It's not just a correctional challenge, but it's a societal challenge because. It, you know, one of the things that I always share with people that I started being a businessman in prison. You know, I was smuggling marijuana in prison. I had four prison officials were on my payroll. For four years awaiting trial, I never ate prison food. I ate all the KFCs and the Nandos. That's how I realized that I'm an entrepreneur. Because so you know what, because what it raises then, um, what it raises then, Sikhe, is that uh, even in the uh, hopelessness of the system, uh, we also create, we enable thugery uh, even within the prison system. So uh, even the correctiveness, uh, it, it becomes a choice. 
the individual makes a different uh, choice to the other, uh, to want to be rehabilitated. Let's go back to the lines. KGM, you're joining us from Kimberley. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Chrisalda. Good afternoon to your guests and to the listeners. Um, Chrisalda, this is one of those very, uh, I would say, very close to my heart topics. Uh, primarily because not only one has experienced this, but most importantly, recently I I, I was involved in a, in a program where I was helping the ex-convicts, as they call them, uh, and little did I know that I'm going to be exposed to a whole lot of things that will take forever for me to explain. But mm. safe to say, um, I beg to differ a bit with your, your guest in as far as this being voluntary because this is very systematic. You have a situation, for instance, where people who indeed made mistakes based on what they say, mm. uh, who are in prison, who, who want nothing to do with crime, but are forced by the system to remain criminals. In a sense, this, this, like this, Griselda, just one quick example. Mm. There are prison warders, correctional services employees who leave off prisoners. Now, if you look at, for instance, the salaries that they earn, which is the, 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 the question that we also need to look at, mm. and you consider what, what gets smuggled into prison, but that's what Sihle just said now, that for the for four years, he never ate prison food. Uh, he was a businessman in prison. And obviously that means uh, people were on his payroll enabling this. Absolutely, which is why for me, it's not about Sihle. It's not about the, 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 the prison water. I mean, Chrisalda, there are stories that if you hear of what happens in prison. There are people who disappear. I don't know, mm. I haven't been mm. there. Mm. But people who, who come from there, they will tell you that I was imprisoned with this guy. We, we saw him being chopped into pieces and being, being, being finished with acid and he's no more. He can never be recovered. Now, if systematically we are not going to, to wake up to the reality that we need to work to, to abolish the system itself from entrenching crime in the society, yeah. It doesn't matter how an individual like KGM or Sifet or, or Chrisalda wants to do to change himself. Or you're going to be forced by the circumstances mm. which are created by conducive environment by the system to Thanks, KGM. And, and be instilled in a, a criminal. And can you imagine if you went in for tax evasion and you get there and hyenas crimes are committed towards oh you word, and you Chrisalda. come out oh. even worse? Oh, goodness. Yep. Thank you, KGM. Let's go to Tulani in Soweto. Good afternoon and welcome, Tulani. Good afternoon. How are you? Yo, uh, this conversation Thank is scary. Thank you for good show and to your uh, background staff working uh, behind the scenes. Thank you, Thanks Tulani. Thanks for the good show. Uh, they're not even was, acknowledging you. Thank you. Hey, yes, look I'm at always them. listening to your shows. Thank you, Tulani. Uh, I was most unfortunate to have, been, to have undergone a... Uh, to have gone to prison. Uh, I was in prison from 20, 2003 to 2012. Mm. It was the most horrific uh, experience that I had ever uh, gone through. I mean, well, I, I come from Soweto, from one of the uh, roughest townships in Soweto, but when I got to prison, it was the most difficult place for me to be in in terms of violence mostly mm, mm, mm. there is so much violence
violence in the in terms of because they are gangsters now there are many gangsters in prison there are the 26 gangs, gangsters in Cape Town I was transferred to Cape Town there are the 27 gangsters the 28 but when we are in Joburg there they are there's the big fight as well the Air Force who specialize uh, in, in escaping from prison and they are divided into two groups but then what I would most uh, like to say is reiterate what some of your uh, hosts or some mm-hmm. of the guys that have called have alluded to that in prison it, dif- it differs uh, on what standard what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. is whether you have money or not to afford yes, living in there Yes, one of your callers said for three for three years. Did he say for three or four? Four years, four, four years. years, yeah. Yes, he, he said he never ate prison food. Yes, that is happening all over. That is happening in prison. Mm. Actually, not in just one prison. When, in whichever uh, prison that, that you can be at, as long as you've got the money. Yeah. You, you can buy your way into a, a good life. A, a exclusive food, maybe from KFC, from wow. whatever. Plus, you can even have sex right wow. in prison. The gangs, uh, I mean, the prison officials can organize for your girl. You only have to phone your girlfriend. Maybe they will meet in town. They will be coming. Or the girlfriend will be coming. And bring the girlfriend overnight. There. overnight. A, yes, overnight, right in prison. To overnight at a price, Griselda. Uh, Everything, as they say, money is everything. Money and so make why are people in out. prison then? Yeah, I, I've actually seen what I'm talking about. Hey, Tulan, we're taking so, down your details. I think we're going to have to have an indaba about, uh, you know, prison and what happens um, within our prison <laughs> cells. Prison Thank you. Is such it, it sounds like it's thing. a yeah. No. Tulani, thank you, thank you very much yes. uh, for for sharing with us. Uh, we have uh, two voice notes, and then uh, we'll read some of your messages and pay the bills and uh, continue the conversation. Ah, uh, Chriseida, hi. You know this topic is makes my heart bleeding. There is a guy here in Port Elizabeth. He came from prison. He spent almost 25 years in prison this guy went out and he he, he completed a degree in social work i'm telling you this guy want to make programs in schools and teach people about the consequences of crime and drugs and the life in prison i'm telling you no support the guy is receiving even from our own counselor i'm telling you that this thing is structured it's made purposefully so that all black people that kid can end up in prison. That's what the intention of this government. That's thing it breaks my heart. Thanks. At SAFM Radio and at Positive GP on Twitter. Christander, I don't remember if it is Steve Biko who said this. Quote From amidst the ashes there shall arise a new nation. Close quote. Uh, I think people, because you see, we, we don't own life, uh, and there's nothing wrong if we give anybody a second chance. There are people like the one you are talking to who sound to have been converted by prison. So we are not there to judge. Let's 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 give 
other people second chance and uh, they might they might improve the, the entire society i'm not encouraging thuggery and uh, crime or criminality though uh, those who commit crime should be condemned to prison um, problem at safm radio and at positive gp on twitter what a pity that uh, we have to conclude this conversation. And I see, um, I mean, so many of you sending messages. I can only read uh, BJ uh, from Bomalanga's uh, message. And someone just decided to tamper with that. All right, uh, BJ says, um, I was convicted, uh, but now I'm a, suc- I'm a successful businessman, married, no sentences, big or small, can uh, change a man or woman inside correctional center. Good attitude, uh, good future planning is what built a good platform uh, for me and, uh, and, and, and you, and, and that can uh, get you back into society. And I guess that's exactly what you did. Yes, definitely, you know, because, I mean, it changes. it's not an overnight event, it's a process. You know, um, in prison, we are presented with an ample time, time to reflect on the life that we are living and make a conscious decision moving forward. You know, because, I mean, you don't have to worry about food and clothes and everything, because everything is is, is provided for you. And people so, even go on strike for the meal. Yeah, outside, party. People go on strike even for the meal quality when they're in prison. Yes. Mm. So, but I wanna, but I wanna end off as you close or um, as you. you one thought. Show, one thought. We now um, yes. are getting into the next topic. Yes. Um, rehabilitation and reintegration have not to work hand in hand mm. because the, the as of as of indicated, the main challenge is still. The person that has committed the crime yeah. in terms of waiting for them to be reintegrated back to society, then they can start the change rather than rehabilitating themselves inside. Because correctional services cannot rehabilitate you. That's it. But Thank you. Prison, as I've said, you are presented with ample time. And opportunities. It's entirely up to yes. you to then change it. Sihle Chabalala, ex-convict and founder of an NGO, Quake 30. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining Thank us you. and contributing. Thank you, Chris.